How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. talk show one hour down four hours to go keep mcpherson your nighttime host in here watching the game talking to you 877-337-6666 now my next guest or i keep saying next guest i guess i'm rolling from somewhere else that i had guests podcast whatever but still my next guest i brought in like 30 different guests into the fan but this guest coming up i'll give you a clue about Honestly, I had to research him, but I'm a young lad, so I'll give you a clue here. Uh, if you were alive for 1968, you might know this guy. I just said his name to Rich Ackerman, and I said to Paulie, I guarantee you Rich knows. Rich Rich knows a ton of stuff, sports, life, just in general. I have a, a ton of respect for people that have been around long enough to just, like, accumulate knowledge and retain it, because I, I could barely remember what I ate for breakfast. Like, And there's things in sports. There's some things. Like, I've, I've gone to... Yankee games that I saw live, and I don't remember things, but there's some random things I remember. So 1968 was the year, and uh, he's got an event at the Cutting Room in Midtown, New York, coming up on Friday, and that's the occasion. That's the reason that we're going to bring him on in about 10, 15 minutes or so. But I want to get back to you. You guys know the number to dial. You know what we're talking about, but let's reset. It's Black Monday in the NFL. Heads are rolling across the league. Coaches have been fired. And uh, that's what we expect every year. It's ceremonious. It's kind of crazy this year. You know, I I saw people talking about how Rob Sala's job is safe, but Bill Belichick's not. <laughs> and it just makes you laugh when you think about that. You know, Arthur Smith, which we'll get to the whole Arthur Arthur Smith went out with an L, an embarrassing L, and an embarrassing rant, fired up, yelling at Dennis Allen. Who Dennis Allen's like, hey, that wasn't me. I call victory formation. Get mad at Jameis. Well, we'll talk about all that, but I did want to get to the Jets. Joe Douglas spoke, Rob Salas spoke, and of course, Aaron Rodgers is going to speak on Pat McAfee. Let's get some Jets fans on the fan to talk about the season that was and what they expect. I mean, talk about like 2024 and the expectations being even more and it's the pressure. (laughs) James is in Monroe. James, you're on the fan. How you doing, Keith? How's everything? Great. Can't complain. Uh, this is going to be a great week for me being on at 7 o'clock every night, Monday through Friday. I'm excited about it. Thank you for You're joining the show. You're a fantastic dude. You know your stuff. I listen to you quite often. 
I've actually never been able to talk to you because you were on like weird hours and I just wasn't able to stay up. Um, Understandable. Just covering all, my, I just show, my shows are usually the- after the Nets game, after Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football. We've got none of that this week. So here we are. Thanks, James. Yep. Okay, so let me get to my points. I'm gonna, I want to make two points. One about the Jets, okay, and the other one just briefly about the Giants. Mm-hmm. Okay, my thing with the Jets is, you know, you have such a great running back, um, and, you know, they didn't even treat him right by letting him get his 1,000-yard rushing. Okay, that was one fact that yeah. I found so Signed upsetting. Dalvin Cook, and we're like, yeah, yeah. yeah you're great, but here's Dalvin Cook. We're going to waste some money on him. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's one thing. Uh, another thing is the Jets have definitely got to concentrate on that offensive line and strictly on that offensive line because their offensive line is atrocious. I mean, it is so bad that when I <laughs> did you just make uh, up a word? Notro- notoriously atrocious, atrocious. Yes, <laughs> but uh, no, but, but I tell you, it is so bad that when. They go back to pass. I say, who's going to hit the quarterback now? You know, like it's really that bad. But you know I'm what? Stealing that. Is- uh, atrocious. <laughs> the, the Jets' offensive line is atrocious. No, notoriously atrocious. Now, let me say something to you though. Okay, if they could straighten out that offensive line, okay, I do believe that they can become a playoff team. Not saying they'll go any further. They could have been a playoff than, team this year. Yeah, well, Six, you know what? They could have been a – if they were – I mean, it, they ran it back with Zach Wilson. That's what. That's yeah. the biggest gripe you got to have with them. Oh, yeah. You could have uh, had know, a veteran a quarterback mistake. in here, but we all know, you know, after okay. all is said and done. It's the money. It's the money. Remember that. Yeah, and then um, Trevor Simeon finishes the season. Timmy Boyle got two starts. Like, that's negligent, oh, man. Yeah. That's irresponsible. You know what? I think – they need to fire the head coach. If you ask me, I don't like him. I don't think he's a very good coach. I don't think he's known what's going around him. His play, his play things with the clock. Right. The only really person I don't horrible. disagree with you is Aaron Rodgers. You know, but I'll tell you one thing. Let me say something. I think that the Jets could improve if they get offensive line. Yeah. They get Tucker back again. Um, also, with the Giants. You know, they talk about Wink and everything else. You know what? A defensive coordinator could only be so good if you have an offense that could stay on the field long enough so that their defense could get rest. Correct. If you don't get any rest as a defensive you know, team, you're going to be out there huffing and puffing. That's what the problem was with the Jets. The Jets have an outstanding defense. However, come fourth quarter, they would give up a lot of leads because yeah. come the end the of the season, fact, they're banged up, they're tired, they're run down, and they exactly. don't have the faith and hope that they can win the game on the other side of the ball. Exactly. So what do you do? I say you get rid of the coach, you bring in some fresh ideas. You know, uh, you need to do something to then to have this they, guy. The Jets are not. Kill you. They can't, man. They, it's it just sucks. It is what it is. They put so much in the Aaron Rodgers forty-year-old basket, and it that. broke. They have to. They have to do it again. They have to but run it back. Do you think Charlotte should stay another no, year? No, he's terrible. He's terrible, man. And I don't. I don't mean to call for a guy's job or tear him down because he hasn't had a quarterback. There are so many other things that you see from his oh, press yeah. conferences to just the way he is in game. Like, like, okay, we talk about Dayball, right? They're, right? they're complete opposites. Yes, they are. 
They are. Dable, Honestly. as a head coach, clearly has his hands in everything because it's his team. Rob Solid that's thinks, right. oh, well, you know, the offense, that's on Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers. And, like, man, no, you no, can chew a guy out on offense if, if they line up incorrectly, if they jump off sides, if they cost you 5, 10, 15 yards on offense, you could say something to them. Like, I just, I look at Rob Sala. He's got the worst record of these head coaches in the last few years, but he's safe. And that's nuts because that just doesn't happen in the NFL. Well, you know what? I guess if you kiss up enough, you can get that, you know, but I don't know of any other way to describe that for him to still be there behind the sideline. I really can't. Even his in game, even his in game decisions over the years, clock management, timeouts. We've seen that. That's what I was And just the, like, the look on his face during the game and then the press conferences are terrible. Like, he's still yep. – he's just like – he's so prepared with the same things over. He's still selling you on you Zach Wilson. There's that? no reason to sell Zach Wilson. He's still telling you we're close. We know we're close. We know there's a bunch yep. of talent on the team, but close isn't good enough. You miss the playoffs right. again, right? That's irresponsible. He's got That's all of these things, uh, positive vibes only, all gas, no brakes. We're commanders, contenders, competitors. Oh, we're the yeah. eagle flying high and these birds in the altitude. Like, please, bro, thanks for the call, James. Like, all of that is so empty when your team is unprepared. All of that means nothing when your team is a laughing stock. All of the quotes and sayings and nonsense, the inspirational stuff, being a player-first coach means nothing when you're penalized, when you're, you turn the ball over, when you have games that you could have won. And it's just one or two things that don't go your way because these guys, are they're not coached well enough. That's coaching. We all see it. That Browns game, everybody was screaming about the coaching. And when you look at Kevin Stefanski on the other side, that's a head coach. That's an offensive-minded head coach who said, I don't care who the quarterback is. Give me one. I, I don't. He might not even think that highly of Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson goes down. We'll get it done with P.J. Walker. We'll get it done with Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Joe Flacco is available. Hell yeah, send him. Let's see if we can take another call before we get to my first guest. Richie is in Queens. Hey, what's up, Richie? How you doing? Hey, Keith. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm watching the game. I'm hoping that uh, – oh, they did. I just missed it. They, it was incomplete out of the end zone. So they got to settle yeah, for three. I'm, I'm no! ahead of you, oh, he almost I missed the kick. I will tell you kick. what happened. He almost missed the kick. So 7-3. Yeah. I got money on, on Washington, Paulie. I'm like, like at least they can like, the cover the 5.5. I, I don't know, Keith. I think the uh, I think the uh, defense is going to really give him a lot of trouble. Yeah, hey, Michigan is a, uh, like a little bit of a different weight class than these guys, but we'll see. Yeah, and um, with the Jets, you, you nailed it. You know, Salah shouldn't be there, but it's all about Rogers. It's all about hey, we got to we got to recharge. We got to have Rogers. Uh, I've talked to you before. My feeling with Rogers the last three years that he played with a bet teams that won 12, 13, 14 games. You were. Look at the Packers now. I've got a whole paragraph that look at the Packers now without Aaron Rodgers for later tonight. Yep. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. And the other thing, too, with Hackett, you know, Hackett came out and made a comment that I didn't realize that uh, that Bryce was that good, you know, uh, catching the ball out of the backfield. That's an incredible statement to make. So they yeah, are I so saw good. That too, they man. are so they are. I mean, how do you make that comment? I mean. They are four, three offensive linemen Because he away. doesn't they deserve the job receiver. either. That's what exactly. You go to work. And you you have a Brees Hall as a weapon, as your as your yep. your number one sword, and you don't even know how to swing the Excalibur. Like, what are we talking about? Well, that's that's the issue because Rodgers is running the team, and it's so obvious that they're going to they go so and they go all out. Run. 
and and it's it's yeah. un, it's unfair to to the fans who like 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 BT who came in here. We're unkillable. Stop walking around like losers. Don't tell me the season's over. The season was over to them. They said we're gonna yeah. ride this out with Zach Wilson, and they kept telling us Zach Wilson gives us the best chance to win. And then they quit on Zach Wilson and put Timmy Boyle in there. No way. Nobody else in the NFL was playing Timmy Boyle. Sorry for yelling in your in your, your ear, everyone. And Richie's. I'm sorry. I just get passionate about football, man. And, Football stuff and stuff that's so obvious to see, but then we tell ourselves other things and we oh yeah, it's, all, it's not all right. They just wasted back to back seasons with Zach Wilson quarterbacking most of the games. And a, and a defense that gets compared to the 85 Bears, I know, just DJ Reed, but a defense that was one of the better defenses. Sure. Yeah. And no. offensive weapons that are good. Right. They wasted back to back years and they're running it back next year, all on the premise that Aaron Rodgers changes everything. Which a healthy Aaron Rodgers does. Here's no, what, you're a Here's what fan. I say about Robert Sala. You drank the Kool-Aid, No, too. here's what, I am. I sold my soul to Aaron Rodgers. I, I'm there. You have no choice now. I, I'm there. I sold it. About Sala, I don't know how we can grade him because he's had one of the worst no, I, quarterbacks I in NFL history. And that's what Zach Wilson is. And that's nothing against him. No, no. He legit is one of the worst quarterbacks in the history of the damn league. I don't know how to grade Robert Sala. Yeah, but that's one player on the team. When we're watching... The most that, important. You, you when know we're how, watching that Browns game, though, it has nothing to do with Zach Wilson. He hadn't played since uh, the Miami game. Right. Here's also another thing. The last three or four weeks, you know who moved the ball up and down the field somewhat? Trevor, Trevor Simeon. Simeon. You know how the offense looked? Not, it was still not great under know, bro. Carson not great Wentz under went Nate out Hackett. there and, and, and won a game with the Rams. Right. They could have brought him in. Right, not great under Nate Hackett. But Nate, it went, I think it went up to like 25th or 24th. Yeah, it took still. him the whole season. Took Nathaniel Hackett is, it nine, took a, 10 weeks to a start competent quarterback, out. which Zach Wilson was not. Nah, I don't know, man. I, I feel that, like that's that, my point. Zach Wilson was never we, we competent. Know. Okay, and I can't wait to see Zach Wilson with the Vikings and Kevin O'Connell or who knows where he's going to go. And let's see what he turns into. And then there's going to be more narratives here on the fan people. Hey, Keith, you know, you see the game with Zach Wilson. I know it's only preseason, but he looked pretty good. <laughs> like, watch, wait for it. 87-7, It's 7-3 Michigan. Keith McPherson on the fan. KM to AM returns right after. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. And if you don't know, now you know. We're right back at it on the fan. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rocking with me. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, bringing in my first guest right now. And if you don't know, you're about to know. I did not know. I was slightly unaware, but I'm a young cat. And uh, our next guest big moment happened a couple decades before I was born, but doesn't make it any different that it happened and it was big when it happened. And we're coming up on the Olympics this summer. And... 
This guy joining us now is a New Yorker, a legend, an icon, and I'm happy to have him on and talk about, first off, his event this Friday at The Cutting Room. You can get tickets at eventbrite.com. You can find out all the information right there, but I want to welcome in right now Bob Beeman to the fan. What's up, Bob? How are you doing, Keith? I'm great, you know, kicking back, watching uh, Michigan dominate and uh, Donovan Edwards run all over them. So I'm just, I realize right now this game's over. I'm off that. But, uh, you know, wanted to talk to you tonight and give you some time with our audience. As, like I said, you're a New Yorker and you're coming back to New York. I want you to kind of tell the people how you've gotten to this point, right? You're a, an Olympian, you're a legend, but you've got a music career and you're uh, going to be performing this Friday. So talk a little bit about your journey from uh, being an athlete to a musician. musician. I, I've got a ton of respect for people that can do both music and uh, athletics. Those are my two fa- favorite things, sports and music. Right, right. Well, well, what happened, uh, what, what, what really got me uh, uh, starting at the age of nine years old, uh, you know, one Saturday morning, I, you know, I lived in Queens, New York City, and lived in the projects, uh, which is uh, South Jamaica, Queens. And uh, 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 one Saturday morning at the age of nine, you know, I heard this incredible sound of, sound like uh, cans, uh, someone taking the stick and hitting the can, uh, as well as hearing something like a drum sound. And, I had never heard that before, but it was uh, very, very exciting and um, uh, to go about trying to find out where this music was coming from. And um, I did find out and it was coming from this gentleman by the name of Milford Graves, who was playing um, timbales and one of the other cats was playing drums. And uh, it had such an incredible effect on me. The sound that was coming out uh, was just uh, unbelievable where I wanted to know more about this and, and get involved with how do I get to, to get that sound coming from me. And uh, uh, knowing that this guy was playing drums and this other guy was playing uh, kungas, uh and uh, I said, man, I want to play either one of those or I want to play both of those. And uh, I ended up uh, from the age of nine to I was about 14 uh, playing in New York uh, at dance studios. And so I was truly uh, convinced that, you know, this would be a road to for me to success. And uh, uh, at 14 years old, I was touring around with with with, with uh, athletics, also uh, basketball, uh, track and field, and so uh, it took me away from the from the playing of of music, and uh, I committed finally about 15 or 16 years old that. I would become an athlete and that I couldn't really concentrate on both of these two, two uh, projects 
uh, at the time, I had to let one go in order to commit fully and uh, be ready for uh, the future uh, in athletics. And so as I let the uh, music go, I became more involved. And, of course, you know, I got scholarships, made All-American in high school as a track athlete and uh, made honorable mentions, All-City and all that kind of stuff, basketball. But, again, my true love was still in the background of wanting to continue to play uh, percussion. I wanted to be a percussionist. And so uh, after the Olympics was, uh, after the Olympic uh, uh, happened in 1968, you know, I said, you know, I just got this urge, but I didn't have enough push to really commit to, to doing it. And so 40 years went by, you know, real quick. And uh, uh, it happened um, probably about a year ago when I said, let me concentrate. I am fully committed now. I need to uh, follow my dream. And uh, I said, it's going to be a hard task because uh, that's a that's a very interesting uh, uh, career in music. And uh, you have to be just as dedicated uh, to your music as you were in athletics. And so I committed to it, and I had some friends. Uh, uh, one guy's name was Stick, Stick, Stick Bones. And uh, he said, "Bob, I'll help you with your with your drumming and all of that kind of stuff. I'll get you, try to get you in shape." And then I had another gentleman, uh, Bobby Thomas Jr., who played with Weather Report, uh, who is a friend of mine. He said, "Hey, uh, I'll help you too." And uh, in in about two or three months, man, I was starting to work out hard. In those three months, I was working out hard. Uh, every day, uh, three and four hours a day. And so I ate and slept nothing but music. And uh, one day it just kind of hit me really nicely uh, that um, my my practices were not in vain. I started to sound really good as if I was back in the uh, days of the drumming. And so uh, my friend Sticks, who uh, has a band, said, hey, Bob, you've done so well. I'd like you to be with me on a recording. And so he said he was going to record an album. I said, I've never done that before. I would certainly love to do it. And so uh, it happened. The reality came. And... um it was recording day, and I recorded uh, about eight or nine pieces uh, in the studio. And uh, uh, after it was all over, they said, "Man, you are—we—you really surprised me in what you have done. You've come a long ways." And so, I'm so excited now that sometimes I feel like I'm a rock star. You know, you are. Let me let me jump in, Bob. We're joined by Bob Beeman, who is a former track and field athlete, represented the United States in the 1968 Olympics, winning gold medal in the long jump. 
Um, Bob and I connected. Shout out to Ray Schulte. Shout out to Steve Fortunato, Bernie Williams manager, and um, Frank Luna, who has set up uh, a few events. You know, you came highly regarded uh, from a few different people, right? And I, I mentioned Bernie Williams. Bernie Williams is someone who was great at baseball and also great at music like yourself. So uh, basically this call is to promote the event that you have going on Friday at the Cutting Room, January 12th in New York City, where people can come see you perform um, this new album and new cuts from the album. What I love about it, man, uh, you just told the story from the beginning when you were a kid to now. You've lived a long life. I'm not trying to put your age out there, but I mean, obviously, if you were in the Olympics in 1968, we can kind of do some some quick math. But like life goes on and you never know how things are going to come back for full circle and what you're going to be able to do. And you just said you feel like a rock star and you are. You're about to perform in New York City on stage. And man, isn't it great to be successful in one thing and also be successful in another? So before I let you back in, uh, Olympic Soul is the album. And I love just how you guys kind of had to play on words with the track Leap and you being a long jumper. Tell everybody what they can expect from the event Friday at the Cutting Room with you guys performing. If you go to eventbrite.com, you can get tickets. Well, it's it's it, uh, I want to I want to thank you, Keith, for. Uh, for really uh, promoting and uh, letting people know um, the excitement that's that's around it, I think what um, we talked about age in uh, all of this here. You know, I'm very proud to be 77 years old, and what that does, I think, uh, when if you really sum up the numbers, uh, it says you know you can be whatever you want to be. You know. At any age, right. you know, it's it's a matter of you applying yourself uh, just the way that I did in sports. You know, I applied myself uh, to be uh, uh, to be a drummer, and um, it came out that I would be a drummer. But also, it talks about um, age. You never get too old to 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 find your dream and or your dreams. And so, uh, we've got a couple of things that. I, I truly enjoy. One is when I set the uh, 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 the world and Olympic record in 1968. Um, uh, Webster's Dictionary came out and uh, called me and said we're going to make a term called Bemaness, and Bemaness now is described in the dictionary. You know, I'm the only athlete that has uh, a name after them in the dictionary that describes outstanding. Uh, Unreal, uh, 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 just just something that is out of the ordinary, you know, something credible, great, right. uh, masterous. And uh, uh, I'm what I do is uh, I try to uh, uh, allow myself to uh, move in the area where I'm not only satisfying myself, but I try to. Uh, encourage others, uh, not only uh, youth, but middle age, uh, those that are uh, over 50 and 60. Come on, man. Let's get with your dream, man. Yeah. You know, so uh, I'm saying that, you know, coming to see me uh, uh, on on Friday uh, from 6 to 9, I think it, it would be wonderful to see all the great people that are coming to see me, including uh, celebrities, uh, uh, Nate Archibald, uh, uh, Earl Monroe, uh, 
great Olympians. Um, I understand um, that uh, Larry Holmes will, will hopefully will be there. I mean, we have so many people that I think uh, that have that second dream that need to uh, pursue pursue the dream as much as they can. Yeah, there's young people listening. I think, ah, oh, well, you know, I went to school for this, or this is my job now. I can't actually do that. I can't tell you the amount of times that people have told me, hey, man, I want to be on the radio. I want to be in sports media. You're my inspiration. You motivate me because I was doing other things, too. It took me 11 years from graduating college to actually break in uh, to the radio. So you're an inspiration to all of us. Again, uh, this is Bob Beeman, Olympic gold medalist with the Olympics coming up this year and his album coming out. It's titled Olympic Soul, spelled O-L-I-M-P-I-K, if you want to look it up. Um, it's a release party going on Friday, January 12th at the Cutting Room. The event starts at 6 p.m. There's going to be a cocktail hour. The band's going to perform. He just told you some of the special guests and people that will be in attendance at 7 p.m. Um, they're they're going to jam. It's, it's going to be a fun night. I'll be on air here if, if I wasn't. I, I, w- I would definitely try and make it. Bob, is there anything else you want people to know? Obviously, the tickets are available at eventbrite.com. I think I've, I've hammered that home. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I would say most importantly is that we leave with with an understanding that uh, you need to seriously live your dream. Live it, feel it, love it, pursue it. Uh, it may take some time, but who said it, who said it was going to be easy? Right. And so. Uh, you will enjoy the result as I am right now. And so, you know, when I finish with your interview, I'm going to get right on the drums and uh, start getting myself together. Good. And, uh, Practice. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty excited about uh, being in that position of doing that. Yeah. And, you know, I'll add to it, man. Anything worth having comes with some work, some sacrifice, and a challenge. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And we only live one life, but that doesn't mean you only get one dream. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Beeman, Olympic gold medalist from the Mexico City Olympics in 1968, a couple decades before my parents even thought about having me. I appreciate your time, Bob. Good luck Friday at the cutting room. Uh, thanks for giving us a couple minutes tonight. Right, and the and and the uh, the. Uh... Name of the band is Stick Bones and the Bone Squad. Stick Bones and the Bone Squad, Olympic Soul. You can check them out at the Cutting Room this Friday. Go to eventbrite.com. Thank you again, Bobby. Thank you. All right, folks, dial me up, 877-337-6666. I think we're going to get a little bit more into the Jets' conversation around what they need to do, adding another receiver. I don't think Devontae Adams is a real possibility. When we come back, I'm going to hit you with my NFL narratives to kind of reset. Uh, I want to get that in quickly because there was just so many notes and things I was writing down watching the games this past weekend, and I'm like, you literally can't script the NFL. Like, that's such a great tagline. They should make that the tagline every year. Like, you can't make this stuff up. The way that uh, these rematches are set up for the playoffs and the way that certain teams have uh, emerged and even the way that the games played out this past weekend. So we're going to keep talking football. I'm going to chill on the national championship conversation because it's 17-3 Michigan. And then uh, I just, I don't know, unless there's some heroics from Michael Penix Jr., it's literally just looking like 
like Pun said, you ain't even in me class. Uh, Michigan, Michigan is just like they're just a better looking team. And and in football, you can kind of just smell your opponent is a better opponent than you. Washington's had a great story, but it's going to take a lot for them to come back from this early deficit. Keith McPherson on the fan. This is KM to AM. We'll be back after this. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. As we proceed to give you what you need. 1019 FM, it's the fan in New York. Keep McPherson at night. Duh. Okay. I want to sprinkle in just some other stories from the NFL and some narratives. We'll restack the calls. We'll reset. Shout out to Bob Beeman. Uh, congrats on the album and living your second dream and not letting age be a thing that gets in the way or doubt be a thing that gets in the way. And, you know, greatness, people that are great just find ways to be great. They can just apply it to different things. And uh, hearing his story, I, it aligned with some of my own personal things. And uh, I wanted to bring him on tonight, even though we're not going to be talking about track and field. And it's a long way from the Paris Olympics and whatever. You guys, I think, know that I'm a music guy. I talk about being a DJ uh, before anybody even thought of me, I thought I was going to be a DJ. I, when I went to school for radio and television, I was DJing on Monmouth University Radio. I was DJing in the bars. I was DJing at my house. Like I thought I was going to make it in music. Um, there's so many stories of things that I did when I was younger thinking that I would uh, be in music, whether it was rapping, whether it was being an MC, DJ, and uh, maybe I'll come back around one 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 day. I still have my DJ equipment in my house that's collecting dust, but you know I also played football. Blah blah blah. Enough about me. But you guys understand why I brought uh, Bob in, and I also know this is the radio, right? There's a ton of people listening that did live through the 1968 Olympics and uh, do know who he is. And just a little break in the uh, Wink Martindale, but Wink, but Wink, but what about Dabo, Joe Shane, and what are what are what are gonna do? So I was watching the NFL over the weekend, and I was looking at that uh, Rams-Niners game, which you couldn't even bet. They didn't even, because they rested players, because both teams are going to the playoffs, they rested players. It was kind of like, they, you, they, they didn't even give you anything to bet on. You're watching Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, all roads lead back to the New York Jets. Like, follow me here. I'm like, just with Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold. Carson Wentz was available. The Rams brought him in. He gets a win, and he's got a great record against the Niners. Uh, Sam Darnold, former Jet. Now he's going to be the backup to Brock Purdy. Their insurance policy over there after they got knocked out of the NFC Championship basically because they lost their starting quarterback. You need a backup quarterback, a good one. So, you know, just with the quarterbacks and then thinking about Matt LaFleur, and uh, how he got the job as offensive coordinator over there. No, Mike LaFleur. We'll get to the Packers in a minute. But, like, I know he's running McVay's offense, but last year on Black Monday, after the season, former Jet coordinator Mike LaFleur got shown the door, and now he's headed to the playoffs with a Rams team 
that a lot of people wrote off. A lot of people didn't expect to do anything. Why? Because they traded away Jalen Ramsey, and famously, their GM said, F them picks. And I laughed to myself thinking like, okay, um, F them picks. Yeah, those first-round picks, those second-round picks. The, the, the Rams know how to draft. The Rams know how to scout. It is so important to have people in the building that know what they're looking at and know what they're doing, that aren't going to run a rookie quarterback out there with a rookie offensive coordinator and a rookie head coach. Specifically one from BYU, all roads lead back to the Jets. Puka Nakua, in one season, undid all the ill will that Zach Wilson did for the University of Brigham Young. I know it's Brigham Young University. Him and Jaron Hall. You look at Jaron Hall play, you look at Zach Wilson play, you're like, oh, Steve Young played quarterback there? You're like, wait, Taysom Hill went to school there? Like, Puka Nakua comes out and breaks two records for um, rookie receivers. He has a reception record. It's just like, man, they drafted him in the fifth round. So F them picks, right? We don't need our early picks because we can make picks in the later rounds. Kyron Williams, who Giants fans got a full dosage of, he was a later round pick. And they have they have rookies on their defensive line. I just I'm so impressed with the Rams. Uh, their head coach was thinking about retiring. Aaron Donald was thinking about retiring. Not so fast. Not so fast. You can still compete and get to the playoffs and now you've got the storyline of okay, you made the trade with Detroit and that's where you're heading in the first round. To go for like I just the NFL script writes itself. It is incredible how every year we just get these narratives and storylines. So yeah, picks, uh, Puka Nakua. What else? Just the 49ers in general, right? The 49ers. That's where Rob Sala came from. That's also where D'Amico Ryan's came from. That's also where Mike McDaniel came from. How did Jets end up with Rob Sala out of you know the top coaches that have come out of there? D'Amico Ryan's as a first-year head coach in Houston, which everybody was looking at is, oh, what are they going to do? They're, they got Davis Mills, Deshaun Watson. They they paid Deshaun Watson to be their franchise quarterback. They drafted Deshaun Watson. He's a mess. They hit on the coach. They hit on Will Anderson. They hit on C.J. Stroud. And they hit on their first season with all of them together, winning the division and going to the playoffs. It can be done. I remember the week that the Jets beat the Texans, I drew a bunch of parallels between personnel, between quarterback rooms. I'm like, okay, over there on their quarterback room, (laughs) they have a rookie in C.J. Stroud. They also have Davis Mills, who was drafted in the same draft as Zach Wilson. And then they have Case Keenum, a veteran, a pro that can help these young guys. Oh, guess where Timmy Boyle signed when the Jets cut him? He's over there, too. Timmy Boyle's getting a, a, a ride to the uh, the playoffs with the Houston Texans. It's just all roads lead back to the Jets. 877-337-6666. You know, you can hit on quarterbacks. You can hit on coaches. It's not crazy that these things happen. These things are not coincidence. And, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at... I'm looking at the storylines of the playoffs coming up, and you've got, I don't know, Tyreek Hill and uh, the Dolphins going uh, to face his former team, the Kansas City Chiefs, rematch of the Germany game, 
We'll see what happens there. I already mentioned Matt Stafford versus Jared Goff, the Rams versus Lions game. And then I wanted to speak on the Packers. Oh, don't look now. But I, a couple weeks ago, said that the Giants should have been this year's Packers. They could have been. They could. I, I felt like the Giants were a couple wins away. Think about the close games that the Giants lost this year. Like, just, I mean, they beat, beating the Eagles, right? If you beat the Rams, if you beat the Jets, if you beat the Bills, then you could have had the coach of the year go back-to-back playoff appearances with teams that most of us looked at the roster and said, nah, they don't got it. They're not good enough. But a couple things happened here. Maybe it was Wink Martindale's fault. You come up short. The Packers, though, the Packers made a great decision in the offseason, right? The Packers were done with Aaron Rodgers. So much so they were publicly speaking on it. They didn't care if he was in a darkness retreat where he himself said he was 90% ready to retire. They didn't care. We drafted Jordan Love. It's time for us to figure out what this kid has. We're, we're through with you and your nonsense and everything that you bring over here that we don't want. That's not how we do things around here. You are the greatest player in our franchise's history, but you're cooked. You're done. Your last game at Lambeau, the Lions came in here and beat us and stopped us going from the playoffs. The same thing could have happened to the Packers this year with the Bears. Jordan Love and those guys said, no, no, no. This is a new era. Air Jordan. Air Jordan Love, quarterback of the pa- uh, the Packers, who people were saying at some points this season wasn't any good. I mean, the Giants beat them too. Monday Night Football with Tommy DeVito. And look at the Packers. They're going back to the playoffs. The first year they move on from Aaron Rodgers. I think they have their quarterback. They have a bunch of receivers that nobody's heard of, but they're pretty decent and effective. Some young talent. This is the youngest team. The Packers, age-wise, their average age of their team, they're the, they're the youngest team. Uh, definitely in this playoffs. And I think uh might, might be the youngest team in history to make the playoffs. And they'll face the Dallas Cowboys. There's some history there. 2014, Dez caught it. But he didn't catch it because the NFL is bogus and the refs have been at this for a long time. Romo and those guys lose in Lambeau. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers comes to Jerry World in 2016, finds Jared Cook. And, uh, you know, Giants kicker Mason Crosby puts it through the uprights, not wearing Tiki Barber's 21 jersey. So, you know, I got a bunch of more things that I just was jotting in my notes watching these games. The the Cowboys certainly need to uh, have some revenge on the Packers. They won't get their revenge on... Aaron Rodgers, but there's a storyline right there. Mike McCarthy's old team. Got to knock off the Pats. Mike McCarthy's still suspect. You better not lose to the to the, the Pats, the Pack. You better not lose to Jair Alexander, who just went viral again. Jair Alexander is a fool in a good way. Here's a nugget for you. When I worked at Rock Nation, I worked with Jair Alexander. He was signed to Rock Nation. I think he might still be. I had a few phone calls with him as a rookie coming in when he was drafted. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when he – graduated he wore his NFL jersey on stage he's a character he just got suspended for the game before this week for going out for the coin toss on his own and I don't know what he was thinking with that and he you know when they asked him about it, he's like yeah you know I'm from Charlotte you know it's not a big deal they suspended him for that but now he's remorseful he learned and uh, there's a viral video of a news reporter wearing a Packers hat outside of Lambeau and he jumps in the video of the news and and says something like the Packers are back, baby. We we back, baby. And the young lady says, and you heard it right there from a fan. And I'm like, how how does this happen? How how do you cover the news in Wisconsin where they're supposed to be all about football? They're supposed to be all about the cheeseheads, and you don't know Jair Alexander, Alexander, one of your best players, one of your top picks, 
877-337-6666. So maybe everybody isn't as into football as we are. Let's go to my guy, Andrew, all the way out in Portland, Oregon. Have you ever been on campus at Washington? You ever you ever go through Seattle and see how nice oh. that school is? Oh, yeah, big time. Big I had no time. idea, yeah, yeah. dude. I had no idea. Beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah, these Pacific Northwest colleges. They got some beautiful, beautiful campuses, beautiful colleges. I tell you what. Yeah, dude, when I when I landed there, the Uber from the airport to my hotel was like 70, 80 bucks. And I'm not like that. <laughs> I don't care where I am. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Uh, and it wasn't it wasn't taken care of for me. So I took the like air train and I got to really uh-huh. see a lot of stuff out there. I'm like, wow, if I wasn't already set up in New York doing what I'm doing, I, w- I would like to live out here for a year or so. It's, it's very nice. And I know that's your area. Thanks for joining us, Drew. What you got? Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Yeah, I I, uh, I played a little college baseball, and I I went to Oregon State University, and I, right. I wasn't on the big boy team, but I uh, I did play on a kind of a, uh, a tier a tier lower. We played a lot of community colleges, and I I remember we had a couple series against Seattle University. So after after those, we went to UW. Yeah, beautiful school. Um, yeah. Thanks for taking my call, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I was just, uh, I mean, you're, you're talking NFL. It's crazy. It's funny how. Uh, you know, just, just from the outside looking in, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, but it's, it's funny how uh, you had a caller a couple, a couple calls back who was complaining about Robert Sala for the Jets. And, uh, you know, it's, it's Eddie Murphy, man. What, what have you done for me lately? You know, Jet, Jets always seem to be coming up short, but uh, Robert Sala always gets let, uh, off the hook. But, uh, you know, Daniel Jones over on the other side of town for the Giants is always public enemy number one. It's just kind of crazy yeah, how that it's, works. It's weird in New York how some people are the whipping boys. Some people are able to pass by. I don't know. We kind of pile on Zach Wilson. It's like, why don't you blame his head coach? Why don't you blame the GM? Why yep. don't you blame the, the organization for putting the kid in a bad position? Mark my words. He's going to get with the right offensive coordinator, head coach, clear his mind, get away from this mess. He's got talent. They're going to figure it out with that kid. I'm not saying he's going to be all pro, but he's going to look like an NFL quarterback somewhere else. Yeah. Look at Baker. Look at Baker Mayfield taking, uh, you know, taking Tampa Bay to the playoffs. I mean, sure, we'll, Baker was kind we'll of a, to Baker kind of a joke. Talk through the whole Jameis Winston thing. Yep, we'll definitely, <laughs> we'll definitely mention Baker Mayfield, the, the Tampa Baker Bucks. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I was just loving to actually call in and ask you a little uh, about a little hockey. Uh, Boo! You know, are you a Canucks fan? <laughs> oh, big time, man! That's oh, where I come from. Vancouver is my hometown. Here, <laughs> I just said to Paulie, I'm like, they're not even that good. Paulie's like, they're getting good. I'm like, they they oh, got away, they got away they with some nonsense in Newark, and now they're beating up on the Rangers. Eh, I don't know about that. I think that you, there was already a penalty there. I'll tell you what. If it was my team, I'd probably be upset too. But I got to tell you, he, uh, Quinn Hughes is a brother there, man. You, you guys Hughes. got two of the Hughes brothers in New Jersey, but Quinn Hughes is a future Hall of Famer that – you guys got the wrong Hughes brother playing. No, in New we Jersey, got the right but, uh, tandem, dude. And you saw that <laughs> trip at the end of the game, and the, nah. they ate their whistles because it's late in the game, and we were in the power play. They let them play. That was egregious. I was online talking about NHL bogus. More. The NFL is, yeah. is bogus. The NHL is bogus as well. It was more more of a dive than it was a trip. But uh, I hear you. I hear you. I Drew, was curious. What, we got um, we got to go to break. You know, what do you think about Marcus Stroman coming to the Yanks? You, you want to see that right there? I I think it's a yes. I, I don't like him. He's got a big mouth, but the Yankees need a villain on their team who can actually produce. Josh Donaldson wasn't it, man. Got to have someone like Stroman. He's pitched in the AL East. He had a 3-9, a 3-8 ERA when he played for Toronto. I think you have to bring him to the Yankees if he's willing to come for the right price. 
If he pitches well in the AL East, which he has done before, you have a villain on the team, but it actually has a good, positive impact in the game. That's what I think. Thanks for taking my call, man. Thanks for the call, Drew, but I don't know about the Mets' leftovers. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.